Oh yeah! I am the chick chick mongoose, but you can just call me Goose. To my right, you know him as America's favorite degenerate gambler, Salbaps. America's pretty strong. Well, Maybe Burks. Burks' Half favorite. Of Burks. <laughs> the southwestern portion of yeah. Burks County, Pennsylvania. You are America's a favorite. A couple townships. A couple, yeah. <laughs> you are in the, the Kumru Township Hall of Fame of America's <laughs> favorite degenerate gambler. How's it going, Sal Baps? Good. So, as you know, I went to a wedding this week. Yeah, how'd that and go? It was cool, but I was in the corner watching college football the entire time. As any faithful. You got it. Degenerate would do. I, I appreciate the effort. What'd your girlfriend think of that? Doesn't care. She don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. Dude, listen, she was a bridesmaid. She was caught up in so much shit. Oh, that's good then. That I didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I was going into it knowing I'd be on my own because she was a bridesmaid. So I was just there watching college football. Yeah, that's actually like the best case scenario if she's actually in the wedding because yeah. you don't have to do shit. She's in. I'm not. Right. So what do you want me to do? Exactly. So I, I, I watched college football. Yeah, it's actually. And UCLA. Uh, USC was awesome. That's awesome. What I watched. Um, it was great. We we nailed our boss cock lock. We killed it. Over rock. Over fucking absolutely destroyed. Are you uh, are you watching the World Cup at all? Yeah, I watched a couple games. I watched Mexico Poland Boar Fest today at zero zero. Right. But the intensity was high. So uh, I actually I did a small. I've literally I've never like watched soccer in. Oh wait since a the last World Cup. I actually future bet Qatar. To win the World Cup. You, Qatar. Or not, whatever the fuck this Qatar, fake yeah, yeah. country is. It's, <laughs> it's not, not even a real It's country. literally one of the richest countries in the world. But yeah, go it's ahead. F- that means it's a, f- a fake money laundering okay, well, that's, place. That's, that's true. not real. Well, stones gaze to death. That sounds kind of big. <laughs> that's literally half the world. So Okay. <laughs> I futured them yeah. for... Ten dollars to win a hundred thousand, which will not happen, but I just wanted to do it because it'd be hilarious. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, they could buy their way to the top. That is yeah, always I mean, it, it, always possible. I did put um, a parlay. I literally haven't watched any soccer in like three and a half years since the last World Cup. But uh, because uh, our U.S. men's national team is so woke, I actually like I did a couple bets on uh, Wales. I did like Wales to win two one, Gareth Bale or whatever to score a goal. That actually did happen. They did not win 2-1. It was a 1-1 draw because every fucking soccer match is a 1-1 draw, it seems. Yeah, and you know what's funny about this? And we're, we're going to get political real quick with this and probably banned, but it doesn't matter anyways. Well, so I mean, it doesn't matter. But I'm, listen, a, I'm about to bash the conservatives for the World Cup. So go, well, listen, go ahead. here. Well, I, I'm going the other way here. So for any of the people that are called conspiracy theorists that, like— the American, like, woke, imperialist, like, globo homo, like, psychos aren't doing what they're doing, which is pushing gay and transgender ideology on other countries that they invade that they don't talk about on the news. If that wasn't real, why are they showing up to the World Cup, like, with rainbow shit on? Yeah, I if mean— If that wasn't true—I mean, like, they're literally trying to say, hey, look, we're the woke— capital of the planet yeah and will take you over and force critical race theory on your little muslim children yeah i mean i think it's a it was a huge mistake obviously having the world cup in guitar in the middle of the winter i mean obviously you know it's, it's just it's just weird all around having said that if you go there and you're in that country you have to be respectful of that country's custom. So, yeah, showing up with, like, the rainbow flag and all that, you're just asking for trouble. Like, you have no sympathy Dude, for me. Dude, it's the same as wearing, like, a Cowboys jersey to an Eagles yeah, game. Just don't do it. Don't be, like, retarded. Like, don't be an idiot. Like, if you're gay and you go to a game, then, yeah, of course, like, I expect that person to, like, be treated like oh, a, and by the a way, normal none of human us being. here are anti-gay, which might surprise some of you. We're actually <laughs> not at all. We could care less. We just are... It talking about how the government exploits that community intentionally yeah. and tries to force it on other countries where it isn't tolerated, and no one apparently cares about this. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, uh, talk about Qatar. You know, they, they said they were going to play ball as far as, like, the alcohol goes. I don't know if you saw the snafu with, like, Budweiser. Yeah. But uh, so Budweiser was going to be allowed to have alcohol in very specific parts of stadiums and, you know, the general area there. 
And now, you know, two days before the the tournament World Cup, they literally aren't allowing any kind of alcohol. So that's just fucking complete bullshit. I mean, like, th- there has to be, a, a, you know, both sides have to give a little bit. Okay, it's like, dude, if you're if you're going to Qatar, dude, the British people are going to lose their minds. They just wake up and like drink every it, second they're awake. I, and, like, I mean, that's chips. half the fun of soccer games. But it's like, listen, if you're Qatar, you got to allow alcohol at least in some spots. And if you're gay going to Qatar for a game, don't show up in a rainbow flag. Like, guys. Yeah, just don't go asking for trouble. Like, can we can, can we just, like, have some kind of, like, median here where, like, people aren't just complete douchebags? So, I'm saying to the idiots on both sides, fuck, fuck both of you. Now, yeah, seriously. Now, coming out, though, against the conservatives, like, this is the shit that drives me wild. This is how conservatives lose the midterms. I know they won the House, but they really lost. If you look at historical, you know, win totals. And obviously, they're... There's shady shit going on in certain states, but still. Has, hasn't most presidents in midterms lost both? Yes. So, yes. like, the worst president we've ever had still maintained one. To the point vote. that he's now going to run again. Yeah. But listen, this is a Chernovich, a popular conservative uh, pundit on Twitter. Quote, I fully support Qatar's ban on alcohol in stadiums. It's time for the Western, allegedly, quote, Christian world to face its disgraceful alcoholism. Dude, that's not even real. That is real. That is no, real. No, I mean, like, what he's saying isn't real. Oh, like, right. Yeah, because, you know, the, the the West, who literally civilized, you know, three-fourths of the world and can claim, you know, every major modern invention. Yeah, us alcoholics over here, you know, inventing fucking democracy and a constitutional republic and iPhones. Yeah, we're such fucking dirty alcoholics that we have nothing positive in our life. It's like, dude— Get off your fucking righteous high horse. And this was what this is what pisses me off about that like you old can school. You drink wine at church. Yeah. This is what pisses me off about these fucking boomer conservative Bush Republicans. And listen, if you look at uh, right now on Amazon, the number one best-selling book for Christians is uh, The Case for Christian Nationalism. That is the name of the book. Listen, I'm a Christian. I believe Jesus was who he said he was. Having said that, you can't by force uh, push upon any kind of—we are, we are not a theocracy. Like, literally, if, if you believe the Bible, uh, God literally walked with the Israelites in the desert, and they had a theocracy, and it still didn't work. So for you in the year 2022 to, by force, want to put your kind of way of life upon other people, that is not only just fucked up, but it's detrimental to the faith. But unfortunately, there's this huge swath of conservatives uh, in, still in the Republican Party who are literally trying to create Handsmaid's Tale. I mean, this is not a left-wing conspiracy theory. This is a real fucking thing. Well, it's the, the shit that they call Handsmaid's Tale, like, that they think is— is like not like this would be actual handmade sale if that happened. Right. But, but the shit that they say, they they're like, oh, if Trump wins, it'd be a handmade No, like Trump's literally right. a Democrat. He's literally a nineties liberal. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he would never even do that at all. When I was in Texas like, a couple years ago, I was in Waco and they actually hated Trump because they knew he was socially liberal. Dude. That was in 2018. Yeah, I mean the guy hung out with libs his whole fucking life, dude. Like, his whole life, he hung out with the biggest liberals. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Period. Yeah. But, you know, it, that is kind of where we're at in the world, where it's like, it has to be, you know, so black and white. Like, there's no actual fucking gray area. Well, that, you know? that, what he's saying is totally incorrect. There's no alcohol problem here. We've had way worse in this country where we actually had to ban it because people were so drunk all the time that nothing got done. That's what prohibition was for. It was a mistake to do it, but it yeah, well, at the how, time how, how seemed that, like a viable option. Well, it didn't. It didn't work out. It made things worse. Well, so. it only made my people more powerful. It, 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 it made your people the most powerful for for a hundred years. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but there, the, dude. Let's talk about fentanyl. If you're gonna talk about a exactly. problem, like exactly. let's stop some of this bullshit with that. People are dying, man. Yeah, like everywhere, dude. Just this shit's a. It's, it's it's rabid. Like alcohol is the last thing that anyone should be bitching about. You conservatives are idiots. Yeah, I mean, then you know they want. That's not. They're not coming for your booze too. They they're going to ban porn next. Yeah, yeah. Like, p- porn is definitely uh, on the list of things that they are actively trying to outlaw. Uh, obviously, marijuana is still in dude outside any, of Missouri. Missouri apparently it's it's cool. 
But, you know, if you go to the South, good luck having, you know, t- one ounce of weed on you. Dude, even less. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, Russian laws with it. Like, Brittany Griner, like, 10 years. Like, you wouldn't get 10 years, but, like, if you get caught in some of those, like, hardcore red states with weed, like, they're going to push it to the, f- the max, dude. Yes. Get, especially if you're visiting people, like, be careful. Yeah. If you go down to these states, dude, and you bring weed, dude, be careful. Like, these are the wackest, like conservative cops you'll ever see dude. 100 like, 100 you like they will pull you they'll literally like look what happened at waco dude like, dude i i literally I, mean, I literally one time while dressed as a cop coming from bachelorette party in my cop uniform got pulled over and this fucking hillbilly you know crackhead conservative cop before you say anything i guarantee you he tried to arrest you for impersonating a police officer yeah and yeah it, I, I knew it i never even heard the story and it was it was only when i literally told him to tear my pants i had velcro <laughs> on the side that he fucking did it and then i i think he just got like homophobed out and he Look, just there's a pink polka dot thong underneath this <laughs> literally and he was like he looked at me like son get, get, get the fuck out of here so that's basically what you're dealing with uh, down there in certain situations. But nevertheless, it was a great week of uh, college football. We talked about how great that USC-UCLA game was. Dude, how many upsets were on the board? Like Tennessee, Rocky Top. Apparently, it doesn't feel like 1998. Never will, man. This is what they do, man. They suck people in and they like, break your hearts, man. It's Tennessee football. Ohio State barely gets the win. Michigan Probably, I mean, they got which I we had. I had Maryland you plus did. 27 and a half. You did. We'll get to your picks here in a second. Uh, Michigan got, you know, calls they shouldn't have got. Bielema was irate. He had every They right literally to be. gave them that game so they can go into the Ohio State game with a chance to play for Yeah, them. and that's what Bielema said. Like, this was literally, like, about ratings and money. Which, if you're the Big Ten, you did the right thing. Like, let's just be honest. I mean, fuck Illinois, dude. I mean, like, no one cares. They're, they already like, had uh, two losses, so yeah, I'm not— affect them. I'm not, a bowl, good I'm not completely heartbroken over it. Uh, let's see here. As far as last week goes, uh, I went 3-3. Three and three. Uh, I did get crushed on uh, a couple injuries. Can, can I go another tirade about injuries? We, I went It's got to stop. Yo, Bo Nix last week, like, it literally was leaked in the media— that this fucking guy wasn't playing. That line opened up Utah plus three. That line swung back and forth like a seesaw. It swung all the way to Utah minus two and a half until five minutes before the game. And all of a sudden, Bo Nix decides that he's going to go out there and basically. It goes to Oregon minus one and a half and they cover. And they cover. <laughs> Welcome to college football. Like, dude, these injuries. It is it is such fuckery. It's such mind games. It's literally like war games that we're dealing with. There's got to be. We said it last week. We bitched about it. But there's got to be. Who's going to be the one to bring attention to this? Yeah. Like who someone prominent. Has, like if Saban bitched about it. Maybe you would have some volume, but someone big has to get fucked by this. Yeah. For like it to be changed. Cause it's so rabid, dude. Like, I don't even know who's playing. And I listen, I follow every single fucking reporter from a blogger up to the biggest radio show host in Detroit for Michigan State News. Yeah. And I don't even know who's plays in their games. No one knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't know, dude. Yeah. Like, no one knows. And, and these people go to practice and, like, interview the coach, and they don't know. The, the interesting thing happening right now as we go into the, the last week of the season here is, like, for Penn State, for example, Parker Washington is out for the rest of the season. Landon Tangwall is out for the rest of the season. Olu Fashanu, who this kid literally has played 12 games. He's going to be a top-five pick, they're saying. Uh, left tackle there for Penn State. Hope He's the out. Steelers get him. Yeah, that's actually who they're, they're projecting him yeah. to go to. Uh, three major players for Penn State, and honestly, I think only Landon Tangwall, the sophomore, is actually legitimately injured. I think guys already, if their team is like not going to the playoff, like usually, like they at least in past years have waited until the regular season to opt out. Dude, I think we're already looking at week 11, 12, 13 here, where these kids are completely healthy and they're not playing. If you're a top 10 NFL pick, do you blame them? I mean, Penn State's not going to the championships. So it's like, well, in the case of the o- thing is, it, like, if you're a college football fan, it's kind of retarded because, like, you, you definitely, like, 
want these guys to play. Like, it's not, it's fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. Uh, well, I know it, for, in the case of Olu Fashionu, uh, he does not come from a lot of money. And, uh, like, his parents literally met with James Franklin like three weeks already. So, I get it. I, I, I don't fault them. But is it, as far as, you know, making The picks, precedent it sets, dude, for people, like, these kids already are the most entitled generation. I mean, I mean, we saw Nick Bosa just quit after two games at Ohio State. He yeah. just quit the team. By the way, is Jackson Smith and Jigba playing this week at Michigan no, finally? I, I, I hope so, because I'm taking them. Right, but I, I don't think he does. And if he doesn't play this week, then he's it's just— It's the worst Heisman future of all time. It literally is the worst Heisman future of all time. I'm an Other idiot. Other than Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid probably just goes to San Diego and just starts draft prep, while Ohio State actually does go to the playoff. Like, that's a whole new precedent. He's, he's probably never coming back, dude. Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. Like, he's probably, like, just nursing, go to the combine, get picked in the top, you know, tier of wide receivers. And the kid's good, dude. But you know what? They, they've been playing without him all year, and they haven't lost. Speaking of not losing, Sal Baps, I believe you went 4-2 and two again last week. Is that I had right? a good week. Yeah, dude. I'm crawling back to life. I'm so crawling back to life. You absolutely nailed Maryland plus 27 and a half. Uh, you did not get the old Miss minus two and a half. The losses I, I had were just, I got killed. But yeah. the wins were good in our boss cock lock. Hit! Yeah. Baylor plus three. That was a great call. Uh, did not get the Oklahoma State plus seven and a half. They got rolled by Oklahoma. But overall, two straight weeks, four and two. Uh, even me, three and three. Respectable. Nothing to brag about. But seems like as we are kind of going into bowl season, and being the degenerates that we are, that um, well, I think we're showing that we're not idiots. For anyone who thought that we were idiots, we we can, oh, we, we, we can bang a little. Oh, we're idiots. We 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 can bang though. A little yeah, bit. we're idiots that can bang a little. Yeah, like we can definitely like we can hit you with some winners. We can. We're capable. So speaking of being hit with winners, what do you got for me this week? Okay, we're just gonna go right into it. And we'll start with this Friday. We have Friday games. Yes, we, we have we have games going on literally Tuesday night. Yeah, we action. do. Yeah, we have Nebraska at Iowa under 38 and a half. I mean, I like that it. just sounds like it's going to go under. Well, I mean, also, Iowa just doesn't blow anyone out. They'll win 13 to 3. Uh, Deporta, their stud Iowa tight end, which, by the way, it seems like Iowa has like a first round draft pick at tight end every single year. It's literally their because entire they're, offense. They're literally like so from like the 1950s that like they make an offense where like the tight end's the best player on yeah. the team. Well, he's he's out for the game, so that, I think that only adds to this under. Yeah, we're taking the air. This under this is going to go under. Next one is Fresno State minus 15 on that Friday, hosting Wyoming. Um, I believe that this line is right where it should be. And if they're not too, you know. Hayner's playing great ball right now, now that he's back with Fresno, I will say. Yeah, I mean, if these guys didn't eat too much for Thanksgiving dinner the day before, I mean, I don't see how they Wyoming is like Wyoming is actually playing way better these past couple of weeks, Craig. Oh, remember this, too. Yeah, Wyoming has been playing, but, but listen to this, too. I, I have a theory that I just came up with right now as we're talking, so I had to say it. I okay, the thought. let's hear it. If you're an away team, do, you, do we just, like, fade all away teams? Because you have to travel on Thanksgiving. You have, you don't even have a Thanksgiving. You don't see your family. You don't have anything. You just, like, you, you get, like, a turkey sandwich in a hotel with, like, a bunch of the linemen. And, like, you don't even have anything. So, like, these home teams actually get to, like, benefit a little bit. Where if you're on the road, like, does that – do you even think these kids care? Does it matter? I mean, I know that it would be annoying. I think I think it depends upon the, the circumstance. If you're, right. I mean, if, obviously circumstance. If you're going into a stadium that has no people in it, I don't think it matters as much. I, I don't know. I, I think – It l- might be stupid. L- last week of the season, let's be honest with you, I mean, uh, most – 30% of these kids are going into the portal. So they're literally, I think, looking at this as like, okay, I got one more week to get, like – basically some good tape so i need a ball out yeah i mean that's that's also true so we had fresno state minus 15 yeah next one's liberty we're into saturday now people liberty minus 24 who are they playing hosting new mexico state okay we are going with the georgia bulldogs minus 36 hosting georgia tech 
I know, I get it. G Tech was great last week. Whatever, blah blah blah. But that, Georgia's that, a different fucking animal. That reminds dude. me when you, when you finish up here, we need to talk Mac Brown, North Carolina, and yes, we need to uh, we need an update of the, the fake fucking uh, coaches we will. club. And then I'm going to lay the 21 with Alabama hosting Auburn. I think that that's just what's got to happen. It's at, at Bama, right? Yes, it's at Bama. Okay, too. this yeah. is this is going to be a blow. Yeah, I would say never trust Bama ever again on the road, but. No, at home you can. At home, yeah. At home, yeah. They're going to smoke this team. So that's one, two, three, four, five. We have one more, and it's going to co-exist with our lock, which will come up, and that is I'm laying minus eight with Ohio State against Michigan. And I know people will be like, well, the rivalry game, this and this. I don't think Michigan can keep up with Ohio State. I just don't think they're going to score enough, but they will get outscored, and you'll see where we what we're going to mean by that in a minute. Yeah, I think uh, I think Blake Corum is definitely legitimately injured. That hurts big time. Also, the thing that nobody talks about last year is literally there was a snowstorm going on in that Michigan Ohio State game, and it was just it was t- literally a perfect storm that just kind of converged on that game in Ann Arbor, and just everything that Michigan needed to go their way did go their way. I don't think that's going to happen this week. And even if Jackson Smith and Jigma doesn't make his immaculate return, I don't think it really matters. By the way, did you see the freaking uh, third string running back for Ohio State? This kid never played, comes in and. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just come in and do shit. Dude, runs for 146 yards. I mean, that is the kind of depth that Ohio State, Bama, Georgia, I mean, those are literally, you know, three teams in the country. When you combine that kind of depth with coaching, you get Ohio State. Yeah. When you do it with Penn State, you get James Franklin. You get James Franklin. You, you play in the Peach Bowl. To be fair, though, Penn State. They do have five-star studs, but it's literally on the first team. They don't have five-star studs. Yeah, they don't have the depth. Of, I mean, that, that these was, schools are willing to get highly recruited players that are okay with possibly not playing, yeah. which is like really hard to sell. Yeah, and yeah. they do it though. Yeah, but I, they do it with the promise of if you chill for a minute, when you get your time, you're going to the NFL. Right, and I think that's how they sell it. Because like, what yeah. other what kid would go to there and not play? Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's all your picks. So yes, I do want to go into Mac Brown. Talk about depth. Georgia Tech was down to their third string quarterback. Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech of the ACC. Mac Brown was at home with a Drake May, Josh Downs, high flying and offense. a lot to play for, and a lot to play for. They did lock up their spot. Against Clemson in the ACC, but yo, you were fighting for a, a New Year's Six yeah. bowl. Like if you lose to Clemson close with two losses, you're probably going to like the Orange Bowl or something. You know, of you're that playing nature. Penn State. You're playing Penn State, maybe. Yeah. And what does North Carolina do? They find a way to absolutely shit the bed. Classic Mac Brown. And lose to a god awful Georgia Tech squad led by a third string. Dude, I have a theory on UNC, man. I think they're just lucky this year. I don't think they're that good. Yeah. I honestly think that their record is like almost half luck. Yeah. Because like this team's not good. You no good team would ever let what happened to them happen to them. None. Do not even Penn State would have lost that game. I agree. Josh Downs did have a wide open screen pass to to win the game, and the dude completely dropped it. So. Still, though, I mean, if you beat Georgia Tech by a couple points at home, that's just that's not acceptable. Now, when it comes to the fake fucking coaches club, as we affectionately call it, the FFCC, we had Mac Brown in it. He's definitely staying in it. He's staying in it. He's literally like that. The chairman of the board. He's Yeah, he's staying in it. We had Mike Loxley in it. Are you taking Loxley out? No. Even after Maryland is, uh, let's see, what, seven, uh, six wins I got? Se- seven wins this year? Yeah, because they were supposed to be better than this. You think so? Yeah. Mm. What, what's, he do- what's he doing to get out of the club? See, if you're in the club already, you got to do something to get out. I don't know. He hasn't done enough to get out of I mean, the fake fucking coaches club. This is kind of the uh, old kind of question of uh, do moral victories count? No. Okay, if, if, well. Then I, I guess then he, he definitely what, isn't the What did they get out of that? They played hard and lost. Oh, man. someone Some kid's going to go, oh, I want to go to Maryland because they lost to Ohio State. Nobody. Well, that, that is that is a recruiting tactic of, you know, they lost to Michigan close. They lost to Ohio State close. Loxley can go out there to the DMV and say, hey, we're one touchdown away. You're the kid who's going to make the difference. 
Dude, every coach tells kids that, though. Yeah, well, that's what... I mean, everyone does that. You're the kid that's going to do it. You're going to get us over the top. Okay, You're so, going to be the one. So here's my next question for you. Is James Franklin possibly going to be 10-2 and two, still in the fake fucking coaches club? I know my answer, but let me hear yours. Yeah, he should be fired. Yeah, <laughs> he should be fired with one, two, two losses on the season. I listen. I completely agree. And this. Matt Rule should be hired immediately. Matt Rule needs to be the coach for Penn State because because you need to combine. We, we talked about this recruiting and coaching. It's recruiting and coaching. And if you're going to beat Ohio State, you can't beat them at their own game, which is recruiting. You have to have a schematic advantage in X's and O's. And let's face it, Ryan Day's a pretty fucking good ball coach when it comes to calling plays on the offensive side of the ball. What you need is a master developer. What is Matt Rule? A master developer. Yeah, he didn't work out in the NFL. But that's fa- – dude, so neither did a lot of coaches. You, you know who else didn't work out in the NFL? Uh, Butch Davis, who resurrected Miami to win uh, that – you know, come back to prominence in the early 2000s. Nick Saban sucked. Nick Saban sucked in the NFL. Uh, he's doing pretty okay for himself. Uh, Pete Carroll, once upon a time – Was a was trash coach. A two-time, two-time fired NFL coach – who resurrected the dynasty at USC. So, you know what? Anybody who says Matt Rule, you should fucking... Anybody who gets Matt Rule this year, and I do think he's going to go on to the Panthers blow. Like, there's so many, like, reasons to why that team also failed. Like, it wasn't just Matt Rule. Like, they're just a a terrible football franchise, dude. Like, they they should just move that fucking team, dude. Like, it's... Like, no one even cares about football in that state, dude, other than college, dude. Yeah. Like, they just don't. Like, it's just a dumb fucking place. I, I couldn't agree more. Like, Matt Rule won at actual tempo where, like, kids get, like, executed in broad daylight yeah. in public. Beat, he uh, beat Penn State at Temple. Like, he actually, like, hung and covered against Notre Dame when they were, like, legitimately, like, in the top five that one year. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So, yes, James Franklin is still in the fake fudge, fucking coaches club. He's in there. He is a masterful recruiter, and, you know, he's going to keep bringing in good classes. Although Penn State's class this year, not that great. It's around 15 or 16. So, I mean, obviously those uh, recruiting rank- rankings aren't always the most accurate, but it's usually a pretty good gauge. Is there anybody else in the FFCC that you're thinking of adding to the squad? He's thinking hard. He's thinking well, very hard. To add to the squad, we're got to be thinking deep here. I mean, uh, who? Uh, Jimbo Fisher? Yes. That's exactly Does who I was going to Does he go in? He goes I in. I think he goes in, dude. What did, they were ranked fifth at the beginning of the season. He, he goes in because. He's absolutely. And he talked all this shit on Saban before the sea. All yeah. this shit, dude. Like, what a loser. Th- this dude is so stubborn that he is literally not willing to relent to the fact that his offense, which is like. Basically, 2008 LSU. Yeah. Like, he won't let, he, he just won't adapt whatsoever. He's going to be forced to hire an offensive coordinator, an offensive staff in the offseason. It's going to go terribly. And basically, Texas AM at this point, those boosters are just praying that basically uh, Jimbo pulls a Hugh Freeze and starts hiring hookers so they can fire him without cause or with cause. Yeah. I mean, dude, that, that's what's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, Jimbo's going in. He's going in. And if anyone's like, oh, he won a national championship, so did Mac Brown. He's in there. Yeah. And he's in. That doesn't get you absolved. The fake fucking coaches club is current. It's what you are right now. All of these coaches. Jimbo Fisher is a fake fucking coach. He's fake. Uh, I, I have one other suggestion. Obviously, this is your club. So you you are the uh, judge, jury, and executioner. But I would like to nominate Pat Narduzzi of Pitt. He is a fake coach, but should he be in the club? Because, like, these other teams had, like, expectations. Like, Pitt is such a stupid school. It's like, I don't know what – nobody out in Pittsburgh actually, like, really, like, gives a fuck about this team. Dude. Right, Like, it's the sure. Steelers town, and then it's the Penguins, like, and then it's, like – fucking high school wrestling, well, okay. and then it's Pitt Panthers. He's in the FFCC because this dude, talk about being stubborn. He is so hell-bent on running the ball 40 times a game and, quote, winning the you know, right no, way. He, let's put him in, dude, because they, they had an opera, a window here to be, like, really good and him get a better job, and he botched it. He, he had Mark Whipple there at OC last year. They absolutely wrecked people. I understand he had Jordan Addison and Kenny Pickett. 
but he absolutely gutted that that offensive staff because this fucking douchebag just wanted to run the ball and play 1980s football. He returned his entire offensive line. That Israel dude at running back is an absolute stud. Yeah, I know Keaton Slovis uh, is a downgrade from Pickett, but he's still a decent quarterback. You still had a nasty defense, and this dude is like fucking six and five going into the uh, the last week of the season here. Yeah, right? just not acceptable. No, it's not. I mean, it's really not. He's going in. You're right. He you, you made a you made a point, dude. I'm gonna put him in. There. He's he's an incredible defensive coordinator, and he. I am not discounting the fact that he knows how to coach defense. But as a head coach, to have that kind of pride and let it ruin your program like that, fake fuck, fake fucking coach. That's all I got to say about that. There's got to be one more we can add. There's got to be one more. You, you think long and hard over there. I'm going to go into my pick six here for this week. Starting out here, I faded in the past couple weeks. It just keeps working out. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stop. We are going with the BYU Storming Mormons who started the season with uh, high hopes, and they got decimated by the uh, Mormon bug out there in, in Provo and a lot of injuries, uh, went on their uh, missionaries and you know had to have sex with uh, hot 45-year-old uh, blonde women out there. And they lost a lot of steam. Having said that, a lot of those guys are coming back. Uh, they usually do play pretty hard, and they are on the road in Palo Alto, against uh, basically a JV Stanford squad that quit about three or four weeks ago. David Shaw has lost complete control of this program. He should have gone in the NFL when he had the chance about three years ago. I am all over BYU, minus six and a half. Yes, it's a road game during you know Thanksgiving weekend, but let's be honest, there's literally going to be 3,000 people there, plus a Stanford band. BYU, minus six and a half. Second pick here. Uh, I am all over Marshall minus six at home against Georgia State. Uh, if you remember the very beginning of the year, one of the reasons we faded Marshall was because their stud running back, who had like 1,500 yards rushing last year, uh, he decided to basically go on a mental health vacation. Well, he came back last week, first game back, 16 carries for like 79 yards. Their other running back the, they've been developing all year, he's actually been playing pretty good too. Uh, Charles Huff, the, the head coach there, he used to be the, the running backs coach at Penn State during Saquon Barkley. He developed Saquon, went down to Bama. So Charles Huff always knows how to run the ball. Having two stud running backs back there now, coupled with, you may not know, Marshall actually has a top 10 defense. I mean, they are actually playing really good defensive ball on both sides, rushing defense, uh, team passing efficiency defense. So I'm loving Marshall minus six here to get one more win and try to get into a better bowl. Next one here. Talk about momentum closing out the year. I am taking the San Diego State Aztecs once again at home against Air Force. You can money line San Diego State right now for at this particular book. I'm looking at plus 107 pure money line. San Diego State does have a top 40 rushing defense, which obviously you're going to need against the Air Force triple option offense. Having said that, Black Tim Tebow there, the converted safety for San Diego State. I was all over them last week for the team over. They hit it midway through the third quarter. This guy is a difference maker. Brady that was a good bet. Great bet. I'm loving that one. Brady Hoke has opened up the offense. San Diego State, with this guy at quarterback, they are a completely different team. They've always had a good defense. This defensive line is nasty. They get pressure. They get in the backfield. I think they're going to disrupt this triple option offense. And if you're telling me at home that I can just money line them for plus money, I'm, I'm all over it. Oh, do you know who is kind of fake but will never put him in there? I won't do it. Who? Because he's so fucking based is Gundy. Gundy's not Bro, a Bro, dude, he what do they do, dude? Like they don't win. They they go nine and three, ten and two. At a school like Oklahoma State, I, if you're gonna hold anything against Gundy, hold him uh hold His a, losses are fucking terrible he, when he, he loses. He does have bad losses. I like, will give you that. It, I, he doesn't recruit at all. He's he's one of he's like he's like Chip Kelly, but I like you know, the, these coaches who hate recruiting, like Chip Kelly, like they're actually smart because now they just fucking, you know, go fucking nuclear in the transfer portal. And Gundy hasn't done that either. So if you do want to, you know, put him in there because he doesn't recruit. I'm not going to put him in there, but I just wanted to bring it up as like a debatable topic. Because he like. 
he has so many bad losses. Dude. If like, Steve Sarkeesian has, if he doesn't get to nine wins next year at Texas, then he's in the club. Then he's in the club. He's the president of the club. Once again, amazing offensive coordinator, but as a head coach, uh, let's face it. I mean, Washington, he really wasn't that great. I know he, he took them over when they sucked. This guy is like the most fucking jerked off dude for not really accomplishing that much yeah. that I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life in Com- college Completely football. screwed the pooch at like, USC. The fact that his name rings so many bells. I mean, the guy was literally like on purple lean at USC, like like half nodding off, like, like on drugs and shit. Yeah, like, it was actually kind of awesome, but... Um, if he I'm fucks- not saying it's not awesome. I'm saying that, like, it's hilarious that, like, he's talked about it. It's just, like, elite fucking... It's like Nick Saban can take you in in his, like, stray cat program and completely, like, changes... It's like a PR move. Yeah, I mean... It, for coaches. Dude, even Butch Jones got a head coaching job out of it. It was horrible. And Butch Jones is a fucking retard. Yeah, I mean, he's so retarded we can't even put him in the FFCC. It's like, <laughs> yeah, because he's not even... He's not fake. He's retarded. <laughs> yeah, completely mental. Uh, next pick here. Uh, listen, these guys are just absolutely decimate. If there was a 12-team playoff, we you need would... it. No, we do not need 12 need teams. It. Do not need it. But if there was, this is the one team you would not want to play right now. The Florida, Florida State, State Seminoles. Seminoles. I agree. They are nine and a half point favorite at home against Florida. I do think the Florida loss last week was a little bit fake to Vanderbilt. Not that Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is playing way better, number one. Uh, number two, it was like 25 degrees for that game. For those Florida kids, they were officially shook. So I, I don't think Florida is a bad team. Never, Nevertheless, Florida State, the ball that they are playing right now is they are just absolutely on fire. I don't think it stops. Speaking of Jimbo being in the FFCC, did you see Texas A&M game like last week? You know, that's, that's like a 100,000-seat stadium. That is arguably the most rot. Like, you know, there, there's certain venues like Death Valley or, you know, Penn State to where, like, it's a completely different situation, like daytime to nighttime vibes. Texas A&M is always fucking, like, rowdy. Those people literally practice yelling. And they had, like, 6,000, like, fans at their game the other week. Cause, it like, was really bad. It, it was a mutiny. So I'm saying... LSU, with everything on the line, Brian Kelly in November is a stud. I am loving LSU, minus 10, on the road, against what I don't think is going to be a raucous, typical Texas A&M atmosphere. And even if it was, I don't know if it matters with the way Texas A&M is playing right now. Yeah, I mean, dude, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. There's too much on the line. Brian Kelly's too fucking legit, dude. Fuck that team, bro. Like, just fuck. Okay, so my next play here is I am taking the over 57 in Michigan at Ohio State. If you look at recent uh, the history of this series, it doesn't matter where it's played. That was the Boscock lock, dude. I thought the Boscock lock was the Oregon first quarter under. It is. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Salbaps is also on drugs over here. I am not. That's a lie. Uh, I'm loving the over 57. Uh, do I think Michigan may be fucked without Blake Corm at running back? Yeah, I do. But if you look at the series from the past 10 years, it's pretty rare this game doesn't at least go into the 60s. Weather looks to be pretty decent. I do think this this game, to me, has all the makings of Ohio State 45 and Michigan 17. I think Ohio, if Ohio State gets the chance, they are 100% running the score up. Yeah, I mean, look, dude. I mean, if you're Ohio State, dude, this is like the game you've been waiting for to. If they dominate here, and Georgia like maybe struggles in like, do you know what I mean? The SEC title game, and you're looking at a number one team. Yeah. So I mean, they, if you blow out Michigan by like thirty, dude, like if they would win like forty-five, you know, seventeen. To the college football people, that's like an instant boner to them. Because like, oh my god, yeah. Jim Harbaugh, you rolled Jim Harbaugh. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Oh my god, like they'll just walk around cheering each other off, dude. Like, like did certain schools that if you blow them out, it's just like instant boner from like the fucking committee, dude. Like, yeah, and they're one of those teams, dude. I mean, it's true. I think Mayan Williams is also going to come back for Ohio State this week. 
which doesn't even matter when you saw the third string running back Hayden just absolutely roll people. So, but he is he is an absolute he is a difference maker there at running back. So, uh, I'm I'm all over the over. So as Salbaps uh, alluded to, the boss cock lock. Yes. We're doing it. Is this the week that it, it gets fucked? Yes. Probably, since we're picking it. But the Oregon first quarter unders, listen to this. They are 11-0 and 0 on the year. They're on the road in Corvallis. It is a civil war, although, you know these fucking woke jokes out there in Oregon are saying you can't call it the civil war anymore? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> when did that start? Uh, I don't know, since fucking uh, people started dying their hair purple. But, yeah, apparently you're not what, So just the word Civil War, like, strikes, like, the woke, like, soul into, like, a seizure. Yeah, which is, like, to me, like, that, that is such a uh, small-minded view. I mean, number one, it's retarded. But number two, it's so small-minded because it's not like the American Civil War was unique to... Just the United States and the history of the world. Oregon had no part in the fucking Civil War, anyways. Yeah, to I begin mean, with. So what do they care? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like it's a Civil War and it's fucking like Georgia versus like Ohio State. <laughs> like I, it wasn't like it's not like it's two fucking combating forces. Like I mean, literally every nation on this planet almost has had some kind of civil war or political revolution where people killed you know their fellow bro, si- country bro, it, sicily was its own country it wasn't it wasn't even it like, yeah. like italy was even split i mean uh three-fourths of the old testament is israel at civil war with itself like this is something that's been going on for thousands of years and if the earth manages to last another couple thousand years it's gonna happen again okay so it's gonna well, happen here in like two more years <laughs> Yeah. Uh, end scene. Uh, so I, I think it's uh, a good time to just lay on the first quarter under. It's 13 and a half. Yeah, it's a rivalry game. Take the stupid name shit out of it. So you know what that means. The kids are going to be hyped up. They'll probably have a little jitters to them. Plus, you know what I mean? Like, Oregon kind of has to win. So, like, I expect them to probably, like, attempt to maybe – try to do what they do best, which is not score in the first quarter. Oregon State and has a top 10 second uh, passing Yeah, defense. this is a good – I mean, it'll probably not hit only because we took it for the first time. Right. But uh, trends don't lie, man. Like, yeah, top, I mean, top 10 passing defense. If you remember, they played USC up there earlier in the season. I think USC had like – they won like the game like 17-14. So – uh, Oregon State can fucking bang on the defensive side of the ball. I uh, word on the street is Bo Nix is playing, but he is banged up. So I, I do think that may. Oh, I be, totally expect him to play. Yeah, that that may be a factor here. So listen, it's eleven and zero on the season. Fucking let's just let's just do it, Yolo. Okay, let's just go, Boss Cock Lock. Thirteen and a half first uh, dude, quarter. I believe under. our locks have been hitting consecutively for weeks. Uh they are on the upswing. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's fucking do it. Uh, any as I fucking almost tear down my microphone here. Any uh, any any thoughts? Salbaps looks like he's in deep thought right now. Uh, God knows what he's thinking of. Salbaps, can you tell tell the viewers what you're thinking of? Um, if there's anything that we forgot here, like in terms of Salbaps sp- speaking to the fucking microphone. All right, if there's any girl, he, this, this motherfucker literally like is ten feet away from the microphone. And does it every single week, and I mean I, I don't know I, I don't know what to do besides maybe just tape the fucking thing <laughs> like, like a dog. I'm Bro, like, when I'm doing my shit, I talk into it though. When I'm looking at the phone to scroll the lines, I turn and then I talk. I'm gonna get you. What's like, your read on Baylor Texas? On Baylor Texas, dude, I'm never betting a Texas game ever again. So yeah, see, like I, I like feel Baylor. like fifty six and a half is like too high for like. Where's it? Game. Is is it in Waco or Austin? It's in Austin. Ugh. What time what, is it? A night it's game. It's a noon game. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, you couldn't get me to bet it for all the tea in China. And before we sign off, too, we never talked about this team all season. What do do you like Tulane? Uh, you know what? If uh, Cincinnati is pretty good at home, but Ben Bryant is a game time decision at quarterback. And Dude, Tulane is four zero on against the spread on the road this yeah. season. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, but 
if you if you money line Cincinnati at home against the spread is two and three. Is this a two lane yeah, possible wager here? The the spread's only two and a half. There's no value if you were taking Tulane. If if you're gonna take Tulane, you got to money line them, and I do think they can win, especially if Bryant doesn't play. I don't know what since he has there a backup. I mean, fucking Ben Bryant, he's not very good. So if you're telling me that's the best quarterback that you have, which I do think Luke Fickle's a good coach, so I think he is making the right choice there. Then that means Cincinnati's fucked if Bryant doesn't play. So yeah, you know what? I actually, uh, if you want to do a little money line sprinkle, uh. I would I would do Tulane. Uh, also, can, can I just say yes? Tennessee's on the road in Nashville at Vandy. The Vandy money line is something ridiculous. It's like plus four fifty. This is a team that just beat Kentucky, just beat Florida, and now you have a Tennessee team that is nothing. Hearts have been ripped out. Hearts have been ripped out, and Hendon Hooker dead. Hendon Hooker is dead. He's dead. Like. I don't know. I'm just telling you, like, if you want to, like, take one money line sprinkle, you're going to give me, like, plus 460 on a Vandy team. Oh, by the way, Vandy's five and six. If they win, they're going bowling. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if I, if, you're, if you're doing a, a parlay or a round robin, uh, I think especially in a round robin. I mean, Vanderbilt's add, over under win total was what? Three? Two and a half. Two and a half, same as Kansas. Yeah. So, they went over. Yeah, they definitely I went over. I wouldn't fucking thought that. Yeah, so that, especially how tough the league is. That's my advice. If you if you do a round robin, I would add the Vandy money line to it, and uh, who knows, you may get lucky. Actually, I'm literally about to go do that right now. Now that I think of it, Poontang parlay. Uh, Poontang parlay is coming up for bowl season, but Ooh. not for this week. I'm not. I'm not that dumb. No, because it won't hit. It won't hit. But we will hit in bowl season. Do we always hit in bowl season? Well, we crush bowl. We've season. actually never hit in bowl season, but we've been one game away three times in bowl season. So, like, we've been one game away from a lot of shit. Yes, and we are going to do it again from not having to even do this at all. We we're one game away from like being at the World Cup. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically getting getting thrown out of Qatar for uh, 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 basically uh, hiding alcohol in uh, male purses to sell. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what the when I worked security at the the female strip club Spearmint Rhino in downtown LA. Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally like what what the strippers used to do because it was it was a fully nude club. Which, <laughs> Yo, dude, I gotta look this place up. Dude, it's actually like where a bunch of celebrities would go. Like Bill Maher. Like I, I literally, uh, Bill Maher, by the way, loves black women. I wouldn't have ever figured that. He has a fetish for for black women. Like that's oh, his shit. Thing. Every white liberal is that's their dream yeah. of an interracial marriage. That's uh, like their dream, dude. So yeah, basically the it's a, it's a fully nude club. So by California law, you can't. This is how retarded California is. If it's fully nude, you can't sell alcohol at the club. Uh, if it's if it's only topless, then you can. What but sense does that make? Because it was fully nude. So what? So someone's gonna just like rape someone? <laughs> dude, I guess dude, they're just gonna go up and just you know finger bang. I just want to know what changes. <laughs> dude, I, I mean, uh, there's alcohol at the other. Pla- what does it matter? Like it. But yeah, the, the chick strippers would literally in their like purses. They would uh, they would have like those mini like airport bottles of alcohol, and they would sell it. To these guys getting private dances with them, like yeah, like fifty dollars. Not stupid, by the way. Not all. dude. Not by the stupid. way, people, strippers are not fucking stupid people. By the way. Oh no, they're pretty retarded. Trust but it, well, to pay, I, I might be demographic, but I, I guarantee you, some of these like ratchet New York hoes like know how to grind and hustle. I guarantee you. They that. definitely know how to hustle. They they do have an entrepreneurial spirit to them. But yeah, if you were to do a pure like, if you're going to send them the NFL Combine and make them do their Wonderlick test, like they're going to be well, like dude, Vince what Young. I mean, so I meant more like of an entrepreneurial sense, not if they can do like fucking states and capitals, which like I know they can't do that. Like they they can't do a lot. Trust me. Yeah, well, you would know more than me. I don't spend time around strippers much at all. Did I ever tell you about this one chick who her butthole was so busted out that she literally wouldn't go fully nude on the main stage? Dude, like. There's nothing more disgusting when a chick has a nasty butthole. Like, 
and like nothing more disgusting. I, I didn't like. I just thought she was. I, I, I'm one of those people that refuse to believe that girls poop at all. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So like, if they got a nasty butthole, it's. It's, it is it is very underrated. <laughs> <But> <laughs> nevertheless, if you if you go to LA, Spearman Rhino, Spearman Rhino, check in on Yelp and you get a ten dollar discount at the door. That's where UCLA goes after they fucking win. They go to Spearman. <laughs> so actually, that's funny you mentioned because the year that uh, Florida State got rolled Chip by... Kelly's in there, like, drawing up plays. So, the the year that Jameis Winston got rolled in the Rose Bowl by that Oregon don't squad... Don't tell me he went there. Dude, literally the entire... <laughs> no, don't stop. The, the entire Florida State squad, in their warm-ups, Pull they didn't even... They, the Spearman Rhino. I'm gonna they, fucking kill myself. They, they pulled up to the Spearman Rhino. <laughs> and not surprisingly, they got rolled. Well, yeah, I'm sure they did. So, yeah, I, uh, I I wish I still had contacts there because I remember that game that's, too. That, that's that actually a, that's actually a really game. underrated way to get like intel on teams in these major cities for these major games is like see like if they go to any strip clubs the night before, and if they do, you fade the fuck out of that team. Dude, this go this isn't even about sports, dude. This goes out. This goes back to like. For years and like politics and warfare, like dude, like the Viet Cong would have these like prostitutes, like fuck these like U.S. soldiers and suck them <laughs> off and shit, and they would like in return like reveal them yeah. shit that was going on. Yeah, and then they would just like when they went off work, they would just go like right into a tunnel yeah. and tell like some gook general like what's going on, and they would like literally counter it. Yeah. Like, this has been going on forever, dude. Like, getting intel from, from like, well, chicks from sex. Not dude. only that, but there is a pure medicinal uh, effect here scientifically to where you, as a man, when you e- ejaculate, you are losing... You test- spill the beans, bro. You You're, start talking. You lose energy. You lose testosterone. You lose... Uh, you spill tr- your feelings. You lose trace minerals. Uh, there's a reason boxers literally like keep their girlfriends away the week before a big fight. That's why you feel the way you do when you nut because it you you're lose it's a drop yeah. of all of this it's a release yeah. like of all that shit yeah. goes away and there's a window where you're a pussy yeah for sure. That's our deep dive on busting a nut and busting. I mean, buttholes. I don't do that though. After I do it, I just like go to the bathroom, take a piss, come back, grab food. Yeah, I don't do that shit. Red Bull and I'm too cool for that. <laughs> well, guys, uh, that is the. End. I'm the kind of I have to tell her my feelings to to get to part two. Like my game is like I have to like spill the beans just to for her to be like, oh, that's so cute. Like we should have sex. I don't do it after. Let's get ready for bowl season. Maybe something crazy happens this week, and we just absolutely smash. Uh, Nevertheless, bowl season is around the corner. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be chaotic, but we are on top of it. We got you. Poontang Parlay will be back for bowl season. I am excited. I am upset the season is almost over. Dude, where did the time go? It was like five minutes. Literally five minutes ago, I was crying over Utah. So Yeah. Here we go. Bowl season. Uh, Say your prayers, take your vitamins, grow your own food, and make that bread and butter them hoes.